0: You're listening to the Sigron show, episode number 360. In this episode I talk to Dr. Jana Scharfenberg about how she is creating an online health revolution. Welcome to the Sigron show. I'm your host Sigron, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. In today's episode, I speak with Dr. Jana Schaffenberg, who is a medical doctor and Ayurveda expert. And she teaches her clients how to simply live healthy. Furthermore, she's educating other health professionals in the expertise of Ayurveda and how to run a sustainable health business. Before we dive in, I want to give you an update on my biggest and boldest project to date, Selfmade Summit. I've already announced four of our 12 speakers. Denise Duffield-Thomas, Caitlin Becher, Gwen Lane and Sushi Ashworth and you'll find interviews with all of them on my Facebook page. And now I want to tell you about our fifth speaker. I cannot sit on this any longer, Molly Pittman. In just six years Molly Pittman went from bartending in Kentucky to being one of digital marketing's most sought after media buyers and educators. Molly began her career in 2012 at digitalmarketeer.com where she ran over 8 million in paid traffic at a positive return on investment and she went on her way to becoming VP of marketing in 2014. In 2017, Molly left Digital Marketeer to pursue life as an entrepreneur. Now, Molly is one of digital marketing's leading educators. She has certified thousands of marketeers in paid traffic and customer acquisition. She speaks on stages across the globe. And now, she's coming to speak at the Self Made Summit in Reykjavik, Iceland in June. She also co hosts the Perpetual Traffic podcast, which boosts over 4 million downloads. In 2019 she spent over 14 million on paid traffic and is more intrigued than ever by the digital marketing world. And most recently, Molly launched two new programs, TrainMyTrafficperson.com and Team Traffic, a virtual mastermind that provides digital advertisers with ongoing training, resources and support usually safe for the top 100 agencies. You'll find Molly traveling and speaking around the world. And of course, in Reykjavik, Iceland. And her mission is to help people learn digital marketing so that they can live the lives they love. When you meet her in Iceland, remember to ask her about her wonderful little dog, Larry. So here's my question to you. Do you have your ticket yet? Go to the show notes at sigrun.com forward slash 360, where you can find out more about the Self-Made Summit, plus all the links to Dr. Jana Scharfenberg. I am so excited to welcome to this podcast for the third time, Dr. Jana Scharfenberg. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me, Sigrun. It's a pleasure to be here. So third time, it's unusual that I invite people so often to the podcast, (laughs) but the first one was Honor Coaching, and that's a while ago, probably back in 2017 or early 2018. And then last year... We talked about Ayurveda and you were bringing out a book, but the reason I invited you again is you are doing something special, which I think people need to hear more about. And that is something you call the health revolution. Yes. So before we dive into that, I always like to hear people's backstory. And yes, if people have listened to the two other episodes, they probably know it. But if someone is totally fresh and has never heard of Yana, like Where do you come from? How are you doing what you're doing today? Yeah.
1: So as you said, my name is Dr. Jana Schaftenberg. I'm a medical doctor um, and I'm originally from Germany, but I live in Zurich, Switzerland with my family now. And I was, I would say 10 years ago, I was super keen on, you know, becoming a doctor and treating patients and contributing to health. And the further I got along in my trainings, I realized, oops, the conventional medicine is not the way I thought medicine was. So pretty quickly after I finished university, I was already starting to create my own version of health. So I added to the conventional medicine, which I trained at university. I added Ayurveda, the traditional Indian medicine, yoga, and other holistic holistic practices. So I got a lot of trainings there and formed it basically to what I call my health version today. And with that, I started to see one-on-one clients and do health coaching, nutrition consulting, and things like that. And after a while, I Experience for myself, that's nice. But if I really want to change something, maybe I should give the knowledge I have in these areas also to other health experts like medical doctors, therapists, yoga teachers who are actually seeking for a new approach to give to their clients. So I started to teach it more and more to other health experts, first offline. And then I realized hmm, they have to travel from all over (laughs) Germany, Switzerland, Austria to Zurich and that's quite a far away and i started to do that online and back then i had i had no idea how this whole online thing worked i had no idea how to do that online but i gave it a try and it was learning by doing and yeah from there it all evolved over the last years from having a tiny coaching business this is when i was on your on air coaching that we discussed you know how to do that bigger how to have a handle a bigger group And yes, today I have a whole company which is evolving around this concept. We have different trainings and courses online for health experts. And I have written two books around this topic, around Ayurveda, and a whole team which is working now with me. So yeah, there has been quite some changes since we talked the first time here in your podcast.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But this approach to go back to old medicine, the way people used to maybe do it, 5,000 or I'm guessing 5,000 years ago, and the modern medicine, it's not like that's just new. There are people out there doing it, but it doesn't seem to have broken through yet. Or the approach feels maybe a bit odd. It's not covered in health insurances. Like there's a lot of pushback basically from maybe more the government than society in uh, allowing people to actually find another way. So is that the reason we need a health revolution or where is this coming from, this concept of a health revolution? Yeah, it's a good thing you're pointing out, because that's actually really what uh,
1: we are facing right now, that we either have people who are very much in the conventional medicine, very scientific, very technical, and other people say, no, that's not for me. I go for the whole traditional way. I don't want to have conventional medicine. So we have a big split, a big gap in between what health experts would like to teach and also on the other side, what the patient is expecting. And if we marry both together, which of course a lot of people already do, it's still a little bit of a concept where you say, okay, we take good things from both sides, but we're not really combining them for the patient that they work because we forget, we're not getting taught that in university, that the patient actually must be very proactive about their own health and that a lot of other components are important. That we're not only teaching what to do, but we're also coaching and under, uh, supporting how they can really do that in their life. And this is for me, I was observing that for a few years and was like, wait a minute, somehow we have so much knowledge. I mean, you can turn on Google and get basically every information you like, but wh- how come that you're still not living healthy? How come you're still not cooking every day if you have the access to all this information? So what we are missing is the link between theory, the knowledge, the right knowledge, and then going go to action, taking action. And this is for me why, uh, why I thought, hey, we need something in between, which is new, which is like a revolution that we say, okay, I'm here to give you exactly the information you need. But you have to put it into practice. And before you haven't done that, we cannot go to the next step. Because what happens today when I go to a therapist, to a doctor, to a coach, whatever, most of the time they're like, okay, do these five things and then your stomach pain is gone, right? But then I take this information home, I'm happy for five days and then I get back into my old routine because I don't know how to really implement that in my life. So for me, taking action getting the right information out from the different worlds. And most importantly, have a doctor or a coach on your side who is really helping you through a year or through a, a amount of time, helping you to implement that. That was for me a very new approach because when you look, when you go to the doctor, we still have it. The patient is saying, yes, okay, I will do that. And the doctor is suggesting a few things and that's it. Then you're um, parting your ways, maybe see, Uh, each other for another checkup and that's it and we basically have never really learned how to keep ourselves healthy so mixing these things together is what for me was really missing and the whole last year I was in my head like how can we do this how can we get the people more healthy how can we have a new approach that is disrupting the patterns we're having right now and do that in a format that is new that is fresh and that is also approachable no matter if I live in Iceland Or in Germany because I can do it online.
0: I think with uh, you know I have some chronic illnesses so I know doctors and uh, I've also known that they don't have all the answers and they typically give you pills and they cause stomach pain (laughs) but that's the thing people don't often take their health seriously until something happens but with the health revolution approach you're basically saying everybody should take their health seriously proactively but that requires a huge mindset shift with people and maybe they're not called patients anymore just like (laughs) the general public needs to think of this as something that you just do like signing up for Netflix you sign up for your health program because it isn't just about doing yoga or pilates it's more holistic
1: absolutely yeah so what we do I mean you know it's one of the biggest principles if you want to join that program you must be willing to take action it's a little bit like in your somber program you can only take part if you're really willing to do something right otherwise it's just a waste of time and also the point that the first time the first trimester you are in the health club we're only talking about mindset because let's face it we're talking about mindset when we talk about money when we talk about business but who is ever talking about do you have the right mindset to be healthy are you allowing yourself to be healthy because we're so passive when it comes to health that we're like that we're like either i am healthy and if i'm not i go to the doctor and i hope they help me and if not that's just it right and this is something we have to change in the beginning and see what are our beliefs what are our patterns around our own health how was it treated in my family was health something that was holy, was health something that was just there. That is actually the very first part. And this part we're missing in probably all kind of medical systems that we really tune into ourselves and look, hmm, what is my personal approach to that? Mm.
0: I hope we're faster there with, with, with your approach and your program, but it feels like this is just not in the minds of people. Like I, I can speak for myself, like you go to the doctor when you have a problem, you get typically some medicine, a pill, and it's going to take a lot for a doctor to tell you, oh, maybe it's mindset. Maybe it's something I cannot heal. And I can give one example just to be really open here. I felt like chest pain some years ago. This is like 2007. So long time ago. And since I have asthma as a chronic illness, since I'm 12, I thought I'm getting asthma or something. So I go to my GP, the general practitioner, and he's like, well, I'm not figuring out like, you seem to be taking the right medicine. It's not going away. Uh, Maybe you should see a specialist. I go to a specialist. I go through all kinds of tests. They find nothing wrong with my lungs. Uh, Even the asthma is kind of okay. And so... I think I've gone to the general practitioner, you know, the, what we call house doctor. I think it was the third time I went to him about these chest pains and he said, this might be psychological. Would you consider that? Like, he was very careful in suggesting it. So I went to a psychologist, turns out that I had panic attacks and I needed a few sessions and then it was gone. But... I know also someone like me, if he had suggested it in the first session, (laughs) whoa, (laughs) don't bring up that psychology stuff. Uh, But now today, you know, I'm a different person today, so I'm much more open to it. So is it some sort of awareness or mindset even before you consider joining a program where you actually are ready to do it? Like It's almost like there's some pre-work being open-minded to shifting how you view health and how you treat yourself in terms of health
1: absolutely you need a mind shift before as you just said I mean we're all different and I worked long enough as a doctor in in a practice or hospital that I can see all sides right you have the people who are like just give me the pill for the headache that's it I don't I don't even want to put the energy into changing my nutrition or changing something and then other people who are like but Aren't there other approaches? No, I don't like to take these pills. Just give me, you know, something natural. So we have everything basically. But when it comes to really changing something, you need that mind shift for yourself. And you either, you know, start with that before through a process like you did, like, huh, okay. Yes, there are other, you know, components to my health. Um, They might be mental and that's totally fine. We have still a lot of stigma around that. I mean, if you just break it down, it's like we have five reasons, you know, why your chest can hurt and one could be a panic attack and it's not better or worse than any of the other diagnoses. but we are so much in our body and functioning that we are like, okay, we just have to treat that and then I'm fine. And when it comes to the mental things, we are still a bit icky around that topic, but the more we put it out of, you know, oh my god, I have an illness, a mental disease, into, of course, we need a mindset. We need, you know, the mental things to stay healthy, and they are involved when I get ill. The more we see that as normal, the more we can also approach when um, when we get illnesses, we can approach that more naturally and also be more open to different topics around that. Mm.
0: So who are the people who are perfect then for joining a program like this that you, it does, it's not called a health revolution, but we're talking about the health revolution because it feels like to me that everyone needs to start to treat health differently. We shouldn't wait until we have pain or until we need a pill. There's so much you can do before.
1: So just a quick note on the name. Yeah. I was thinking the whole time, you know, in my head it was the revolution, but the more I thought about the word revolution, I was like, I don't even want it to be, you know, such a strong big thing where you're against something. It's more like, how can I commit to myself? How can I commit to my health? How can I do these mindset shifts and so on? So the program is actually called the committed health club. It's like, like a fitness club for your health. And it's, online so people can join from everywhere but we only allow people inside who are open to this idea who are willing to work with us for a year who are willing to put some effort into it because it's not that like an online course where you you know get a module every week and that's it We have mentors who are all medical doctors or health coaches who really take you through the process, who really kick your ass if you're not doing your things. So you must be willing to accept that and to be open to that. So it's also kind of a new format. But yes, if people are excited about that, if they are open, they can join. No matter if they say, I want to stay healthy or I have an issue right now. Of course, we can never come... um, say we we can treat something or give the promise here but it's more also about how do I deal with what I am having right now how can I do make the best out of it and how can I help myself
0: so what are the aspects when you say because we talked about mind before our mind is I, I agree with you that's probably the trickiest and probably the most important part and people typically will not let's say even they sign up for a business program or a health program, but they're not signing up for a mindset program. But you realize in hindsight, <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> that's what, what I needed. But besides mind, what are the aspects of a holistic, or let's say, what's the, what does the health revolution include so the health revolution
1: is like a combination of education that you learn about your own health so yes you will learn how your different organs are functioning how you can support them how your hormones and everything are working because i truly believe if we understand something if we have the right knowledge about it we can handle the situation better instead of uh, if somebody saying Okay, you have to do these three steps and that's it. And you have no idea why. So we have, of course, the educational part. Then we have the part that, as I already mentioned, that we have mentors who are helping you live through the whole program that you can ask questions. They are all well well trained in different parts of medicine that they can very individually see with you what the situation is. And then you have kind of different, let's call it master classes, where I bring in different doctors and health experts, where they specifically talk about one topic, like chronicle pain, headaches, or whatever. But you can just sign up for that one class and have a look and get more information. And also, what I find very important, get the access to the people who are well-trained and who have the right knowledge. Because yes, I can ask Google about my headache, but I will get 500 different diagnosis and 400 probably will be cancer and this is just scary and not helping me but if I can talk to a person and get the right input then I can also decide for myself what do I need next so it's education ongoing support and the community of course who's supporting you
0: and when we think about the elements we talked about mindset nutrition exercise Besides that, is there anything else that, you know, when you think of this holistic approach?
1: So it's very holistic that we also bring in, you know, the different um, medical fields we have out there. Yes, we have science. Yes, we have Ayurveda. We have functional medicine. We have a whole of different holistic things. But we all bring them together because what we don't want to have is everything is natural. The conventional medicine is bad or the other way around. We want to show all the different aspects so that people can really decide for themselves, okay, how can I put that together? So this is something, if you look out there, you mainly find you know programs which are very holistic, very spiritual maybe. Others are very scientific and we want to show, hey, there's like so much to it. And for you, maybe you need a very scientific explanation because your brain works like that. And the other person needs it more on an energetic level because they are just wired that way. And this is something we really want to combine, but on a very high quality level. So it's not somebody who just read a book about it, but somebody who got a proper education about it, explaining it then to you on an eye level that you can really say, I have access to my mentor. I have access to somebody who knows about
0: this. So what if the whole world... (laughs) Well, let's just start with Switzerland first, but how would you foresee that people would in the future just be enrolled in a program like that?
1: I think what I foresee and what my wishes are, are not quite the same, (laughs) but I hope one day they will go in the same direction. So what I foresee is that we all have to open up more to telehealth so that, you know, in the health department we have more online components because it's still very traditional that you go to the hospital wait for hours that you cannot have any contact with your physician online or have um, consultations in that way this is just starting so there's a lot of potential there just that you know the whole online world so our world (laughs) is getting there too and my wish is that it's not only okay, we take the conventional medicine or the health system, how it works right now and put it online, but that we create more an environment there where lots of people have access to it, Where prevention is a bigger topic and also where people have a platform where they can get safe and good information about the health and get an ongoing support. I think that's truly something we're missing right now in our health system that we're focusing so much on Illness and treating and it's so good that we have all that, but we also need the other side and we need the side to be very accessible and In a very high quality because what we have right now and I see that as a danger as I said before I can ask Google anything but also anybody can give me answers through Google through social media through whatever and there are sometimes a few crazy things out there where I would be very happy that people would not believe that, but get proper information with a scientific background or some research or whatever, or proven strategies that they can start way before with their health, before they even um, need to go to the doctor or the hospital. Yeah. And I mean, in the end, it would be Perfect. If all schools would teach
0: us more about health. <laughs> yes, I was just thinking about it. When you grow up, you learn how to brush your teeth. Yeah, and they pay a uh, pay a lot of attention to it. Like there's even you know uh, what you call school dentists, and and uh, I think in a lot of countries, at least in Europe, uh, also uh, going to the dentist is free for kids, or at least a lot cheaper than for grown-ups. And there's all this emphasis on the teeth. But it feels like the rest of the body gets forgotten in terms of prevention. And we would probably have to start in schools because you cannot just start at the age of 20 and say, oh, now you should take care of your health.
1: I mean, it's never too late, you know, to start taking care of yourself. But as you said, what if we would take care so much more of ourselves starting at a very young age, you know, that kids learn how... Why nutrition is important in a very playful way, because now I mean you don't get any education at all, if maybe through your parents if you're lucky, but that's basically it, right? And also if you look who what our teachers and our uh, kindergartners and everybody, they are well educated in in their fields, but of course not in the health part. This is totally missing. So yeah, this would be something that needs to be changed. <laughs>
0: So your vision would be, we would start in schools and it would be very normal to uh, look at prevention and, you know, of course, healing illnesses after they come up. But uh, it seems like no one pays attention to it until they have pain. And I don't think the current system in terms of health insurances helps because uh, I, I, for instance, have a basic insurance because I had long-term illnesses before I move to a new country and then nobody wants to ensure prevention and stuff like that then it's not a problem when you have the financial resources to do it yourself but still it's like it means that it's just not accepted
1: yeah and it's also giving a big signal right I mean oh Sigrun it's fine that you start to take care of yourself but you have to do it on your own we are not supporting you I mean this is kind of the wrong message and yes the schools are. I think one of my biggest vision, but also when you look at, as you said, at the insurances, I mean, everything's around illnesses, but why are so, so few insurances interested in like, what do you actually do every day for your health? Oh, wow. You go for a walk every day. Great. This means we give you an upgrade on that. Or, you know, you get some extra points here or whatever. No, if you need a knee surgery because you haven't moved around. Okay. We pay for that. That's fine. But for everything you do to prevent it, you don't get any, you know, reward. That's that's kind of a very paradox system.
0: So what do you think of all the gadgets around health? I would be curious about your uh, idea because uh, I just watched the movie two days ago uh, where one of the actors was like the 10,000 steps. That's one thing. And then uh, there was a sketch that I watched a couple of weeks ago about someone who had been using a watch but didn't have it anymore and, and was totally lost. So what do you think about all these gadgets that are supposed to help us with prevention?
1: That's a very good question because I see it from two sides. If you're a very technical person or if you need that as your motivation that you can really see the number on, on your watch, wow, I walked 10,000 steps, then it can be something very supportive, Right. It can give you, of course, a lot of objective numbers that you can say, I did this, I did that, I slept eight hours. But what we shouldn't forget around that is that we also have an emotional part to it. Did I really enjoy walking these 10,000 steps? Was I really sleeping that well? Are these calories I ate, did I enjoy the food? Was it good food? So we have to combine it. I would say it's a bit like the tradition and the um, new science we have that we can say, yes, it's good because it's giving me, you know, a few points. I can orientate myself around, but also on the other side, I should really think and feel, is that good for me? Did I enjoy that? Was it really supporting and helping me? Because ultimately in ourselves, we have so much knowledge, but yes, sometimes we just need these points to getting started or seeing, you know, a process for ourselves.
0: Yeah, it was like uh, I had a walk yesterday and I put on my watch. (laughs) I (laughs) want to track what I walk. But And I was kind of ready with my phone and head, uh, headset to listen to a podcast, but I decided because I have so much going on, I was not going to do that. And this speaks exactly to this point. I could have listened to a podcast. I would have done the steps or the time that I daily walk, but then I would, my head would still be busy and full and I wouldn't have, because for me, it's almost like meditation. If I go for a walk and don't listen to anything and go alone. So yeah, it's a very important point where sometimes I just know, you know, that you don't need more input. You need to actually (laughs) meditate on it.
1: Yeah. And I think especially when we are entrepreneurs or running a company, we are so used to having things efficient, you know, having things we can scale and stuff like that. And it's fine. It's fine. Do that for your health if it feels good for you. But as you said, we also need points where we just say, okay, you know, I just go for the walk because I want to go for the walk and it doesn't matter if it's 9,000 steps or 11,000. And by the way, I saw a beautiful sunset on my way and that was worth it or something like that. So yes, have the mix for yourself how you need it. I personally don't use any advices on that, but it's not because I don't like them. It's more, for me, it's such a thing where I recharge, you know, that I, even tried more for myself to not, when I'm on a walk, to not put on a podcast because I'm also so used to that. I'm walking and I can still learn. And I'm like, but when is it ever quiet in my head? So maybe even there, I don't need another voice in my head, but that's a personal decision everybody needs to take. And I think it's more about the awareness. As you said, oh, today it feels good. I want to do that. ah oh, no well, you know, today I just unplugged.
0: So five years from now, where do you think we have achieved? I know you have a grand vision and that's probably not going to happen in five years, but where can we potentially be in five years or you with your business and your health revolution? Yeah, five years
1: is not that long on, on the one side. <laughs> but if I look back the other five years uh, in the past, it's like, oh, my God, so much happened. I would have never imagined. I'm hoping that, you know, I don't have to call it a health revolution anymore because it's Getting normal, and that this program will be something that is more accepted by other health experts because right now it's like, oh my god, what is she doing again? (laughs) What is going on? So that it's something we see more as normal, and that it's reaching more people who are interested to truly change something, and that it's also more normal for us, you know, to seek for our true health, to be more committed to that. That's basically my version for that program. And yeah, to make it bigger, to have a lot of great experts in it, that it's like an online fitness club, I would say, where you go, where you have your regular classes, (laughs) where you can do extra things. It's like a whole online house of health that people have access to and get the information they are desperately seeking, and they can make sure it's on a good level and that they can trust in it.
0: Well, thank you so much. Jana for coming on the show and sharing with us how you are creating a health revolution thank you so much for having me here do you want to be inspired to think big and take action and take your online business to the next level then you need a ticket to the self-made summit go to the show notes at sign.com forward slash 360 where you can find out more about the self-made summit plus all the links to Dr. Jana Schaffenberg Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your Insta story or Instagram post using my handle SigrunCom and the hashtag SigrunShow. See you in the next episode.